0: This podcast should not be considered as medical advice. If you are looking for medical advice, please contact a licensed physician. But please find somebody that has a brain and can think critically about what's going on in the world today. This is the Collective Resistance Podcast with your hosts, Leo and Fabiola. Discussing why we find ourselves resisting the narratives of the Common Collective, as well as why the Common Collective resists new information.
1: This is James Corbett of CorbettReport.com. In 2006, a 15-year-old high school student from Albuquerque, New Mexico, won third place in the Intel Science and Engineering Fair for her project on slowing the spread of an infectious pathogen during a pandemic emergency. Using a computer simulation that she developed with the help of her father, she argued that in order to slow the spread of the disease, governments should implement school shutdowns, keep kids at home, and enforce social distancing. Incredibly, that third place high school science fair project can be tied directly to the lockdown policies being implemented by governments around the world today. You see, that father, that she developed her computer simulation with was no average doting dad, but a senior researcher at Sandia National Laboratories who at that time was working on pandemic emergency response plans for the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. His proposal to implement school shutdowns and, if need be, workplace shutdowns in the event of a pandemic emergency was developed, at least in part, in response to his daughter's high school project. Now, those advocating for lockdowns have seen the destruction and death that those policies have wrought this year. And we are living through that right now. Not only are people being deprived of their livelihoods and forced into grinding poverty as a direct result of these shutdowns, but now the undeniable truth is that if you are advocating for lockdowns, you are advocating for some portion of the population to be consigned to death. This is no longer debatable. It is even openly admitted, although months too late, by the World Health Organization.
0: I want to say it again. Uh, We in the World Health Organization do not advocate lockdowns as a primary means of control of this virus. We may well have a doubling of world poverty by next year. We may well have at least a doubling of child malnutrition because children are not getting meals at school and their parents in poor families are not able to afford it. This is a terrible, ghastly global uh, catastrophe, actually. And so We really do appeal to all world leaders, stop using lockdown as your primary control method, develop better systems for doing it, work together and learn from each other. But remember, lockdowns just have one consequence that you must never, ever uh, belittle, and that is making poor people an awful lot poorer.
1: This is the point at which no doubt I'll be expected to produce the data to back up the non-controversial observation that lockdowns kill, even though that data will do precisely nothing to penetrate the consciousness of those who have already decided that they occupy the moral high ground for advocating locking billions of people around the globe as prisoners inside their own homes. But persevere, I will. I'll point, for example, to the letter signed by hundreds of doctors calling the lockdowns themselves a mass casualty incident and exhorting politicians to end the shutdowns. I'll point to the research that shows that thousands of people will die because of delays to cancer surgery treatments as a result of the medical shutdowns. I'll point to the research of the Wellbeing Trust, showing that 75,000 Americans are expected to die deaths of despair, including alcohol and drug misuse and suicide, this year alone as a result of the lockdowns. I'll point to the research of The Lancet, showing that 265 million people are expected to be thrown into severe food insecurity as a result of these lockdowns. I will even point to the research showing 125,000 children are expected to die from malnutrition as a result of these lockdowns. But as I say, none of these deaths will matter to those who have already decided that they are right and virtuous for advocating locking vast swaths of the human population inside their own homes. To starve to death in the name of slowing the spread of a disease that even the epidemiologists who have been wrong about everything this year tell us will kill less than 1% of the infected. Yes, slowing the spread, not stopping the spread. This was never about stopping a pandemic. Even the lockdown advocates never advocated that, but somehow that has been forgotten, and 15 days to flatten the curve. Has turned into a never ending carte blanche for the biosecurity state to implement any number of draconian policies on its population, any number of policies on the checklist of the would be dictator, not only locking people inside their own homes, but constant surveillance of the population through the contact tracing and tracking apps that are increasingly being implemented around the globe, and inevitably the proposals for mandating the experimental vaccines which agents of the state will forcibly inject into people against their will. This is not acceptable. We cannot allow this to stand. If we forsake this, our most basic right, the right to step foot outside of our own homes, then we forsake our humanity itself. An important part of what makes us human is being taken away from us in the name of stopping the spread of COVID-19. But there is good news for those who have managed to retain their sanity in the time of insanity. We do not need a complicated plan in order to subvert this agenda. We do not need special deputization or to ask permission from the government. We do not need to join any particular political party or even any particular protest movement. All we have to do is disobey
0: all right. The brilliant James Corbett from the CorbettReport.com. Actually, I think it's just CorbettReport.com. Uh, those of you who know James Corbett, you know that uh, he is prolific in the amount of content that he creates. And uh, the, he's not afraid of a single subject to dive into and pick it apart with sources. And uh, I've known about him I mean, not long after 9/11 occurred, uh, uh, started seeing stuff from him, and and uh, just a fascinating individual who uh, is really able to put his thoughts together to kind of get us thinking in ways that uh, you know we should have came up with on our own. So we appreciate you all joining us again for another episode of the Collective Resistance Podcast, and. Uh, before we get any further along, Fabiola, how are you doing?
2: I am good, Leo. How are you?
0: I'm good. We're trying to inject a little energy. I know it's a little late here on a Sunday night. Yes. Uh, actually, we're, we're approaching uh, Monday morning here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, I wanted to talk specifically. I had a friend of mine who uh, pinged me on uh, Marco Polo just yesterday and and said, you know, hey, the the content in the Telegram group is good. You know, I think it's 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 intriguing stuff. Did you, you know? tell
2: them we have a Telegram group?
0: I've mentioned that on here before. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. Want to
2: remind people.
0: Yeah, well, if if you would like to uh, kind of follow along with the conversation, then you can uh, install the Telegram app on your computer or your phone, and you can do a search for the Collective Resistance podcast, and you can join the group. Uh, to follow along. Sometimes it gets pretty edgy in there. <laughs> but uh, that's okay. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Collective Resistance as well, which we don't do nearly as much updates there because we're not big fans of Instagram <laughs> for many reasons. But uh, um, you know, back to what we wanted to dive in here, but my, my friend had said, you know, I, I like a lot of the content there. I think it's intriguing stuff. It's good to know about. But uh, you know, what can we do? What are the things that we can really do about this besides, you know, talking about all this bad news? And and I do think about that from time to time when I'm when I'm 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 looking at what I'm posting and stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is a lot of bad news, you know, um, but at the same time, you this is stuff that you need to know is going on because you are silently signing off on this if you are not aware that it's happening. I mean, I think it's very easy to throw a mask on and walk into a, uh, uh, well, let's just say throw a mask on your kids and send them off to school. If you don't really understand a lot of the mechanics that are happening in the background and a lot of the the stories of abuse and whatnot with, uh, you know, technocrats and, and uh, politicians that are uh, taking advantage of this whole situation, um, you know, to kind of push control measures on the population. And so, it's important to have, I mean, it, it is bad news, sure, but again, we can never fully understand what efforts may be needed by ourselves to mm-hmm. rebel and say, look, we're, we're not putting up with this anymore unless we know that stuff's going on.
2: Yeah, in order to solve a problem, you need to first...
0: Admit there's a
2: problem. There's a problem. <laughs> so you need information. Information is power.
0: Yeah, and so I I think it's important. I mean, I I think that uh, um, I try to pe- pepper in some humor stuff in there too. You know, I mean, it's still about the bad news, but I mean, I I think we can all smile because some of it is so silly, it is mm-hmm. so insane. You know what they are rolling out with a lot of these. Uh, Uh, mandates and and rules and stuff i mean you you can if anyone's paying attention they know there's just there's no science there's no common sense being put into any of this it's just hey let's just see if we can get them to do this you know (laughs) Mm -hmm.
2: yeah and it's it's nice because it's now i mean if we look at a different angle right not bad news but just it's so blatant now it's so in your face what we were talking about last episode, you know, get your shot and then get a...
0: Get a donut.
2: A donut or get a Coke. Or get a free
0: beer even, you know.
2: Oh, I thought it was a Coke.
0: No, there's another one that just came out. Sam Adams is giving free beer away, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. It it was so funny because the same friend that asked about the, um, uh, what can we do? You know, I remember he had posted a a joke, uh, 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 a post on social media about... uh, because uh, he, he wrote a book about alcoholism because he, he was an alcoholic, and, and uh, he, he wrote a, um, uh, a book that, that he published on uh, Amazon. It did very well, one of the, one of the best sellers on, on uh, their list, I think, on addiction. Um, and that book is called, uh, I think it's called Up. I should have looked that up before I... Uh, um,
2: Talked about it.
0: Yeah, exactly. It just dawned on me. I was like, "Oh yeah, he did write a book." <laughs> <laughs> um but uh anyway, he uh, uh Let's see. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, up. Yeah. Lessons of Adversity, Hitting Bottom and Choosing a Life That Matters. So look that book up. You can get it uh on paperback on Amazon. Um even though we're not huge fans of Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway, uh, the, the point was that um, uh, he had done a, a spoof where he said that he was going to, if people want, were interested in his book, if they bought his book, he'd, he'd buy him a free beer. <laughs> a book about alcoholism. So uh, I, I was like, yeah, yeah, that makes about as much sense as getting a donut after a vaccine, you know? Yes. <laughs> maybe, maybe more, but... Um, you know, so, so I, I uh, but I want to come back to what he asked about, you know, what can we do uh, to really make change in this? And, and so, number one, I think, is just having an understanding of what's happening. You know, be, being willing to look and not just be delivered things, actually having to go out there and find stuff, because guess what? They're not giving you the full picture if you're just tuning into Good Morning America mm-hmm. every morning. You know, it, we know that's not happening. So, you know, I, I put a small list of, of things together that I thought would be um, areas where you know, hopefully everybody can dive in on most of these, if not all of them. Um, you know, I think I would really just ask if somebody could jump in on one of them, you know, as, as a, as a leading off point. But, uh, I think you, you, like you said, first, you've got to admit that there is a problem going on. Cause I think that in, in something I wanted to point out when we played that clip from, uh, uh, James Corbett at the beginning, people say, "Well, locked down? We're not locked down. You know, there's not a lockdown anymore." And and not here, not here. But there are in many places. In fact, uh, Canada is under some pretty uh, intense measures in certain uh, um, areas of Canada. Germany, Germany, I think yeah, still locked. In. And so this is this is uh, pretty strict in many areas. France. And, well, and 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 my broader point is that just because it's not impacting you right at the moment you know, it doesn't mean that this is not going to come back around like a boomerang, you know, and and you want to get out ahead of this. You want to understand, well, how how does something like these massive lockdowns uh, get put in place. How do they have the power to do that? All of that. You know, do you understand what a state of emergency is and what powers that grants? You know, a, a, an individual within the government. You, you know, typically being the governor at the state level or the president at the country level. Do you understand all those components? And do you also understand that under a state of emergency, what are those uh, powers that uh, they are granted? You know, we're, we're going to talk in a minute about. Um, uh, actually, I'll just I'll just save that for when I when I dive in on on that particular piece. But uh, it, it's really startling what can uh, what type of power can uh, be put in the hands of some of these uh, politicians uh, to. If we
2: give our power away.
0: If we give our power away, but we don't have to. You know, we do not have to do that. So, but it is going to take people to be willing to admit there's a problem and say, Hey, I've 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 had enough, and I'm willing to get out there and I'm willing to put myself through some grief, you know, in order to make a point and to say, hey, I'm standing up for my rights. I'm standing up for for liberty. I'm standing up for uh, the future of this country. So so what's the first thing I want to dive in at? And I think, um, you know, looking for and attending gatherings about preserving our freedoms. And I think a lot of people uh, look at that maybe to be political, because, you know, they tend to think, oh, okay, uh, uh," and I'm I'm oversimplifying this, of course, but, you know, they think, you know, people who are waving the American flag and are saying, hey, uh," you know we, we need our freedoms, all that way. They think, okay, those are Republicans. And then, uh, uh, I don't know what that means for Democrats. Does that mean they're just like, Oh yeah, take all my freedoms. I don't really know. I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put that on Democrats, but, uh, um, that seems like that's kind of the paradigm, you know, Democrats are not known for going out and saying, Hey, uh, uh protect my freedoms while Republicans uh, seem to be overzealous about it. Uh, as we've said many times before, we're not either. You know we're independent. Mm-hmm. We go where the good ideas are, uh, and sometimes that's one side. Sometimes it's another. Sometimes it's neither side. In fact, I would say more often than not, it's it's neither side.
2: Well, a lot of the talk uh, just sim- simplifies things. Um, and if we talk politically, some of the Democrats care about others, while the Republicans only care about themselves. themselves. Yeah, yeah when, um, you know, putting perspective the, the pandemic and the measures in perspective, like people wearing masks for the other or people getting the vaccine for the other, but really going back to the, what we hear at the airplane, you know, put your oxygen mask on, yours first on first yeah. before helping other people. So you do have to put yourself uh, in first your health in first so that you can help other people, your parents, your children, your cousins, uncles, your friends, your family, your friends. Um, You need to be healthy, Mm -hmm. right? So you need to take care of yourself first so you have energy uh, to take care of other people. So this idea of doing things for the other really doesn't make sense because you can't help others if you're not able and if you're not healthy and if you're not sane, if you're not grounded, (laughs) you know, and if you're not watching what's happening.
0: I mean, if you're not assessing the impacts to your own health of the things that you're doing because you're saying, look, I'm only doing what I'm doing. Your health and your
2: rights, your civil rights, your right to breathe, your right to, um, um, is it, you don't say move. What is it? How do you yeah, say you, that you, in the Constitution? Move about. There there's some.
0: I I don't know myself. But yeah, I know it's exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah move about freely, you know, mm-hmm. in public spaces and whatnot. To
2: earn for yourself to yeah. take care of yourself and your family.
0: Yeah. So I, so I mean I what I mean there when I say looking for and attending gatherings about preserving our freedoms is really just putting yourself out there and saying, Hey, look, you know, I may not believe everything that everybody out at a particular gathering believes but when it comes down to what's happening here with COVID-19 and 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 uh, the measures that are being put in place I'm in line with these people. You know, I I I want the liberties uh, protected around, you know, freedom to assemble and uh, freedom of speech and uh, you know, uh, health freedom as far as protecting myself from what is being put into my body. Uh, you know, I want to be able to make those choices for myself. So you got to get out there. You got to make your voices heard. Uh, so, so I would uh, really just push Connect people. Connect
2: with people even. And you, you know? might
0: find that those people that you don't think that you see eye to eye with on a lot of political items, you, you might actually, uh, you know, uh, align on a lot more things than you think.
2: Mm-hmm. And, you know, approach it with curiosity, right? Now with, you know, I know these, these things and I am right and you're wrong. I'm sure everybody is doing the best they can. Um, and if they're making the choices they're, that they're making, you know, connect with people. Try to understand where they're coming from. And that doesn't even have to be like physical, you know, like in the same city or the same place. It could be online, you know, but just have the attitude of wanting to know more and understand more.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And then I think one that we wanted to dive in a little bit too is, you know, taking a hard look at what noncompliance is, what does it mean? And am I prepared to do that? I mean, you know, you and I have had experiences where we've gone into uh, restaurants, we've gone into grocery stores, you know, and and we are um, maybe even a little bit different from most because we have mask exemptions for medical reasons. And, uh, you know, so we have that ability to say, hey, look, you know, there's actually, even though these laws are, well, are BS. And, the, and
2: that's the thing, right? Do you really, I mean, did we get to that point?
0: Where we need a doctor to tell us we can breathe?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is, it is, I mean, it is pretty insane.
0: It is insane.
2: It is insane. And for And for other people to want to dictate to you. Like I just had a conversation. I called the local bakery and I asked what kind of accommodations do you guys have for people that can't wear a mask. And he said, well, we used to have um, curbside pickup. Oh, this is one thing you can do if you want to go shop without a mask. Just call the place ahead of time, and it's silly, you have to do that. But this is where we're at. Right. <laughs> but call them ahead, and actually ask him. okay, what kind of accommodations do you have for people that can't wear a mask, or people that choose breathing versus um, concealing their identity? Suffocation? <laughs> Suffocation. Yes, but it was interesting. So I called, and I'm getting pretty used to, you know, it's kind of annoying at first. I gotta think about, okay, what am I gonna say? Uh, but this gentleman tells me well we used to have curbside pickup but we're not doing that anymore because we're too busy but I couldn't make an exception the only thing is that you know just know that if you come by um, you're going to be on the bottom of the list of priorities if you come and then I'm thinking man I mean if you have issues breathing when you have something over your mouth and you have panic attacks you have a medical condition and this person is basically telling me that people with medical conditions are at the bottom of the list bottom of
0: the list yeah lowest priority and, and and
2: and they don't even i don't think he even realized what he was saying
0: no no again i i think it's all in how it's been sold to them and and I come back to you know I mentioned the uh, the thing about Republicans Democrats I mean this entire debacle was wrapped around a divide in the country around uh, Republicans and Democrats with the election you know divide and conquer divide and conquer divide and conquer and people just ate it up you know they, and really they ate it up on. Both sides, to a certain extent, you know. What I mean, there there was then this
2: distraction,
0: yeah, and then there was this population in the middle, which I think, you know, we felt we were we were saying, hey, look, you know, we we
2: we just want to have the conversation. We under want to understand.
0: Yeah, and and uh, you know, it, it's so crazy to have these conversations with people. They don't want to look at documentation. They don't want to understand what the, how the laws actually read. Um, they've made up their mind that anybody who uh, is saying they, they can't wear a mask. I mean, if they give you a... Or
2: they can't take their shots, like we talked about last episode.
0: Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you're not walking in with, like, oxygen on your face, you know, like with the hoses and all that, then they're just like, oh, you're a you're a, a careless Republican. You know what I mean? But it's
2: okay for you to be smoking and then wearing your mask. Yeah. That, that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's fine. You're not going to be a burden to the... Uh, The health health system. (laughs) system. Um, Yeah.
0: It's wild. It's
2: okay to have homeless people everywhere, not having a place to go in tents around town, mental ill people. It's okay. As long as you're wearing your mask and as long as you're not, you're six feet apart and as long as you get your your shot. It's okay. Poverty is okay. Millions of children you know, dying of starvation. It's okay. It's all, it's all like being normalized.
0: Yeah. The normalization of it. And I think that was the realization I had just yesterday morning. I was like, cause I was thinking about, you know, what all we were going to talk about today mm-hmm. and all this. And, 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 uh, I was like, you know, I wonder if people are, are tired. I mean, I'm sure they're tired. They've got COVID fatigue. That's a, that's a thing that they've coined now, COVID fatigue. And, and I'm like, are we at that point where people are like, look, you know, I just don't want to talk about it anymore. I just want to put my mask on and I want to go about my life. You know, I want to go in the grocery store. I want to go to the, uh, um, you know, the, the the bounce house with my kid. And, mm-hmm. and yeah, so we're all wearing uh, um, diapers on her face. Or that's I uh, want
2: them to have the right to go to school. Yeah, I want. Th- I which I, I want is which. That's super important. Yeah. You know, have your child but then not understanding the risks that they might have, especially development developing children that might have issues with speech because now they can't hear their peers, they can hear the teachers, they can see their mouth moving, they can't see the social cues anymore. So is it I think it's connecting with people and understanding where they're coming from, but really being able to talk about these things. Yeah, I, You know, start thinking about the consequences of all these things instead of just thinking, I'm just going to go along, which is okay. It's okay to totally go along. But again, look at all the consequences of of what it means to go along.
0: Well, I mean, I I think that you also have to have a you know an inner dialogue and say, do I really believe the risks of this thing? And I and I and I think there are a lot of people that do really believe that there are major risks with this thing, and 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 that's fine. I don't think that's a huge part of the population. You know, I don't think it's a huge problem. I think there is a, a portion of the population. And I say that because, you know, we walk around, you know, we live on in a university here. You know, uh, it's so weird because the kids are, you know, drinking beer they're in these big groups in the parking lots nobody's wearing masks and then you know come monday morning they put their backpacks on they put the masks on and they walk out into the campus and everybody's got one on in the campus and they're probably giving people dirty looks that aren't that don't have them but just you know 24 hours ago they were they were uh uh 10 beers in and and not a mask in sight you know and 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 we see that over and over again we're driving around this town which is extremely Uh, it's a college town. it's extremely compliant and i'm seeing and aggressive i'm seeing people that are um, you know hanging out with each other you know they're coming out of people's houses they clearly don't live together they're not wearing masks but then those same people i see them up at the grocery store you know and they're 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 masked up and and uh, probably ready to to yell at people for for not having it on and it's like I think that I mean I mean even I have relatives you know who who are pushing this and then you know we're all getting together you know for holidays and it's like uh okay so you think this is a problem well we don't live together and you're over here without a mask on. <laughs> so I mean it's like you you it's just like it's nuts you're saying look I I feel like as long as I I I do the dance you know uh, with the people that I'm not super close to then that's enough you know and then the other people okay I'm going to I'm going to take it off and all that and and I know like I'm I'm even listening to myself right here I know people are sick about hearing about the mass and I'm like well if you're sick about hearing about it then let's end this mass thing let's end it for good okay because it is pissing me off okay <laughs> it is pissing me off and uh the the fact that people are so tied to not wanting to look bad and all that, it is, I'm done, I'm over it, you know? And I want people to man up, grow some hair on your chest and get out there and have conversations with people, you know? All right, next in the list. (laughs)
2: Okay, so first let's wrap that up again. Well,
0: so non compliance. Well you, so what does that mean? Well, I mean I think it, it means what like what you said. But you're
2: talking about gatherings.
0: No, I know. I moved to the next oh, one. You, you missed it. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. See <laughs> man, and it is late. It's almost midnight. <laughs> it and you, you 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 haven't been able to keep okay. up. Okay. But um compliant with not non-compliance. Non compliant So, you know, like you said, call ahead. You know, you could call ahead and say, Hey, um I, I can't wear a mask, you know, and and uh and here's the funny thing even the places we bring up that we have an exemption, I mean, I've yet to go to one that actually wants to see it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, Nobody wants to see it. Nobody wants to see it. Now, I mean, most of them have been okay once we've called ahead, but, but uh, nobody's actually wanted to see it once we go in there. So, so for those of you who don't have one, okay, look, (laughs) (laughs) enough said. All right. So, so, uh, call ahead, you know, find out and, and what accommodations they make, you know, or if I call ahead, are you okay? You know, I'm coming in. Okay. Um,
2: And for your children that go to school, you know, you can talk to their doctor. You can present to them the studies we have. We have shared some studies Mm -hmm. about children. There's actually another one I just was reading about. I I think we should post on the uh, um show notes. The show notes because it's all about speech, you know. Yeah. Um, speech uh, impairment impediments as you um as you see more and more mm-hmm. so talk to your doctor have a frank conversation I mean what are the uh, the chances that your child I mean what is the risk benefit the informed consent which we talked about a couple episodes ago about informed consent and ask for an exemption so your children don't have to go to school with a mask on all day it's not healthy for them emotionally physically spiritually so just get the information that we put in the show notes, and then there's simple, simple things you can do. I mean, most parents have pediatricians, so talk to your pediatrician,
0: and it might be eye opening to just have those conversations mm-hmm. and to see how willing uh, your doctors are to have those discussions. Because if to me, they are
2: not fire them.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, and, and and that is another important thing. Actually, I didn't have it in my list, but it is to uh vote with your dollars Mm -hmm,
2: right so so
0: find out the companies you're doing business with you know whether it's starbucks coffee whether it's walmart target
2: like the bakery that said that uh i would be at the bottom of the list i'm just not gonna shop there
0: and it sucks because it was our favorite bakery here but we're like hey you know that's the way it goes if if uh you know, you're, you're dealing with people in a crappy manner, then we're not going to uh, do business there. And, and, and I think that's important. So do the research on the places where you do business. And uh, if, if uh, it looks like they have policies that are accommodating, then okay do business with you can do business with them but if they are hardliners that say you know screw everybody that doesn't want to wear a mask then you know i think you need to vote with your dollars i think that's one of the most effective ways as a Mm -hmm. as a population that we can uh, kind of have a say in what's happening
2: yeah our children don't attend their school anymore because they decided they wanted to to the mask
0: yeah yeah exactly and 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 we really love the school you know we like the school and it was so crazy to uh uh you know just there was that conversation we were having yesterday you know because you know the school that our kids go to is um you know pretty i don't even know how you would describe it it's pretty um um woo woo alternative (laughs) alternative and and uh you the, the school is all about interaction of the children. It's all about, you know.
2: You know, uh, teaching the whole child. It,
0: it's all about the, the children coming into their body, you mm-hmm. know, and, and mastering that before they then go on to more of the rote the academic. The older children
2: academics. supporting the younger children. Yeah, and,
0: and, and to go into this thing where now they're all masked up, which I mean, I'm sure they're and still. They
2: don't, you know, interact between classes anymore.
0: Yeah, and, and, and I mean it's it, it's just crazy I mean and again it it just seems antithetical to the philosophy of the school but it seems like potentially the politics um, and the fear of the the uh, the parent population ha- has driven the school in this direction and that's that's pretty sad it's a pretty sad thing um, but here you're moving along here let's let's uh, kind of look what else uh, I've got in the list here but uh, pushing for legislation around banning vaccine passports. We talked about vaccine passports in last week's mm-hmm. episode, and uh, moving
2: um, to states that already sign executive orders.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I mean, yeah, okay, that might be a little aggressive, but because you got to impact the state you're in. Uh-huh, that's um, true. That's true. Uh, But uh, really, understanding what are the laws that are being proposed, like you know, you really there's a couple different situations that are happening right now. You know, are you a state that are you in a state that is pushing for a vaccine passport? Are are they trying to to pass legislation?
2: California, yeah, to enact
0: uh, vaccine passports, or are you in a state like Florida or Texas, which have already put in bans around vaccine passports? But even in those states, there's an interesting. uh, detail that kind of gets lost in the, uh, the shuffle, you know, like, uh, Florida has banned vaccine passports, uh, for the whole state. And that's for businesses. That's for government institutions. It's, you just can't have a vaccine passport in, in the state of Florida, which is fantastic. That's the way to go. And then you've got a state like Texas, who's getting similar fanfare in the press, but really the only thing, uh, governor Abbott did in Texas was ban vaccine passports for government organizations and buildings and whatnot, but it doesn't mean that private businesses can't, you know, sign up with Microsoft and and force their patrons to download an app and 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 uh, tie into a vaccine database. So, you know, there is a key difference there, right? Because I mean, who who really gives a crap if the if the government institutions aren't requiring? I mean, how many times do you walk into a government building? You, <laughs> I can't even tell you the last time I walked oh, into a government. Office. Okay, the post office. Okay, yeah. That's been two years since I've been in a post office. So, you know, this is what I'm saying. So you need to uh, understand what's on the docket, what are they looking to pass, and then, you know, be vocal about it, you know, Mm -hmm. talk about it on social media and and educate people on what you know about the bills. I
2: guess in social media, though.
0: Well, you wouldn't get censored just. Uh, um, you gotta
2: be very strategic about how you post things.
0: Okay. Well, screw social media. How about just when you get with people? Yeah. Just talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you need to call and write your Congress people. You know, let mm-hmm. them know how you feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, be vocal. Um, there is a resource dailyclout.io. We mentioned that last week. That's uh, Dr. Naomi Wolf's. Um, uh, organization. And, and uh, that actually uh, is an online app which allows you to track and actually uh, put pressure on legislators for specific bills. And uh, They have
2: a fantastic blog about all the bills in all the states that are fighting the vaccine passports.
0: Yeah. And, and uh, what was interesting, I thought I got on there and tried to consume some of that content. I saw a video interview that uh, Naomi Wolf did with uh, new Hampshire state representative, Melissa Blasik. And, uh, that was interesting because they dove in on state of emergency for a state. And I think I mentioned it earlier, it was really kind of crazy to think how much power a governor can uh, take on once a state of emergency is enacted. And I'm sure the rules obviously are different from state to state, but, you know, uh, Melissa Blasik was sta- saying that essentially, um, the, uh, Constitution of the state of uh, of um, New, New Hampshire, Hampshire uh, is essentially uh, uh, put on hold, and the governor could no yeah the governor has dictatorial uh, uh, powers over the state, and that's pretty crazy. And 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 Melissa, the way I understood it, she's a Republican, and the governor is a Republican, and so even the Republican Congress is trying to pass legislation to, um, end the state of emergency. And, uh, I, I think we might've mentioned it last time, but, uh, at, at least in, in many States and, and definitely at a federal level, the state of emergency is what enables, uh, the, um, the vaccines that are currently being used to be given out to the public without mm-hmm. the state of emergency being in place.
2: This would all go away. It would
0: all go away. They, they would not be able to have any mandates. They would not be able to ignore uh,
2: laws or the constitution.
0: And, and the, uh, the vaccines themselves would have to go through the full FDA certification and licensure before the uh, public would be provided them, and that would take a number of years to do. And so, or
2: before they could be experimented on the public.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so that's crazy to think, right? I mean, uh, that the only the only thing that's keeping these vaccines in play is the fact that the state of emergency at a federal level exists, and so. Um, understand the ins and outs of what the state of emergency means in your particular state. Um, And then also uh, uh, try to uh, become aware of what, Legislative pushes may be present to change how state of emergencies can be enacted. Melissa Blesick was saying that you know they didn't even have state of emergency legislation until after 9/11, and even after having that, they had never used it for anything related to an infectious disease, um, and let alone one that has now become endemic in nature. And and you know endemic that's also a, a uh, um, interesting uh, concept to understand, right? So you have the pandemic, and then once it become gets down to a level where it's just going to be there you know it's always going to be there at a low level it becomes endemic you know uh, like the flu like the flu the flu is endemic so you know can you really say that it's justified to be in a state of emergency once you're in an endemic level and it seems like most uh, uh scientists and and politicians have said now that we are in an endemic yet we're not uh, uh you know, putting these state of emergencies to close. What? Oh, I just thought, I thought you had a comment there. No, no. nothing to say there. Okay.
2: No, I thought you said it beautifully.
0: Excellent. Okay. Um, so anyway, so check out dailyclout.io. we'll put the link, we'll put the link in, we'll the, the, link in the show notes. And then, uh, Something else, uh, another couple things is, you know, speaking up with your circle of influence. Obviously, everyone's connected on social media with a lot of people that they don't know very well. So that's, that can be a little bit daunting to kind of put some of your, your, um, you know, heartfelt opinions out on there, but you do have a circle of friends that you're very close with. Mm -hmm. You know, you should be having these conversations. You should make sure that they have the same information that you have, or at least you make it available to them. If you have access to it. Uh, you know, this is one thing people who are listening to this podcast, we would love for you to share the podcast. We would love for you to send people to the telegram group. Um, you know, you can, anybody who knows us that has our phone numbers, feel free to give those out to anyone that you want. To you know, be able to uh, get information. You know, we have no problem sharing anything one-on-one with individuals. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, as long as they're they're nice people, they're not going to uh, uh, berate us and our children. You know, uh, then, then please do that. You know, that we we want to do what we can we, and
2: approach it with curiosity too. Just you know, see where where are they at. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, we've got one friend. He's just really good at going up to almost anybody he knows and just. You know, asking them about why they're doing things the way they're doing them. You know, it's a very non-judgmental uh, attitude that he's got about it, and he he gets a lot of really intriguing information. You know, from people, and and uh, um, I think it's really the fact that he's been putting himself out there in that way has just given him a lot of visibility into um, you know the different levels of. Um, uh, knowledge in the different, you know, the different areas of this, as well as, um, you know, where people are uncomfortable. They don't want to go there, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and he understands where, uh, uh, you know, there's challenge and, and, but he's not afraid to, to, to go out there. Cause again, if you're going out there from a place of, of love and, and you really want to help people, then it doesn't really matter what your, your message is. Mm-hmm. Uh, you ought to be able to have or an you open under- conversation. Understand,
2: understand yeah. people. Yeah.
0: And, you know, and then the last thing that, that I came up with was uh, I, I labeled it as skill work and uh, you know everybody has different little talents you know and and uh, uh, you know like think about like like we do the podcast here you know and I'm not saying we're super great at it we're still learning we're 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 getting better pretty great we're pretty great okay you're 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 a big fan of of us I'm a big fan but um you know maybe other people can do podcasts too and they can reach their family. I mean, really, we did this with the main intention that we could maybe reach our families in some way. I think way.
2: we just wanted to vent.
0: We just wanted to vent. <laughs> no, I mean, be serious a minute. Be serious a minute. But, but uh, uh, I'm
2: serious. I wanted to vent. <laughs> but, but
0: I mean, we, we did want to kind of reach our families in a non-confrontational way, kind of get that information out there. And uh, just think about it. You could do the same thing. I mean, we
2: wanted thing. to do our part. Being yeah. honest. I mean, if that was, you know, we didn't like the direction things were going, and we felt like if we don't really share what we know and what we understand and the way we consume the information, um, we're part of the problem. Yeah. That's what we felt like. So that was one talent that we had that we could share.
0: Yeah, our silence would indict us to a certain mm-hmm. extent. So, but I mean, you know, there's other people like if you're a graphic artist, you know, maybe you can make compelling t-shirt designs that spark conversation on topics, you know, or build websites with, you know, messaging that uh, could be, um, you know, just you know, aggregating content that you can provide people, uh, as a resource around, you know, whatever topic pertaining to this, that's important, whether it's freedom of speech, whether it's uh, vaccine passports, whatever. Um, you know, I mean, I don't think that there is any, um, uh, there's always a need for more information and in putting it out there. So using your talents for, for putting that, that a project like that together, I think would be, um, would be really necessary in this in this uh, battle. So, you know, those are kind of the things that I put together. I mean, could you think of anything else, Fabi? Um, that-
2: I actually, could we share a little bit of uh, the letter that we wrote to um, a restaurant that we had a very um, negative experience because that had some laws in there. And some things that people could take away. You know, oh, yeah, you mean on the use. show
0: notes, like we put it out there for download. I
2: mean, we could just share some of the loss right now, and then we could also put it in the show notes. Share.
0: Uh, well, I mean, I mean that might be yeah, we could do that. Might be a little dry to share right now. We're mm-hmm. coming up on an hour, but. Mm-hmm. Um, Uh, But that's a great story, though, just to tell the story. You know, we had an altercation. Well,
2: I wanted to actually share the loss because I think that those are important for people to know because I didn't know all of them. We had um, an incident at the grocery store. I mean, you had it at the grocery store. And the person that um, the manager was it told you that he understood the Disability Act and he actually didn't. Yeah, that was at at Sprouts. So I just wanted to share some of those real quick if you want to keep talking while I find the letter.
0: Yeah, no, that's fine. But when we were at a particular uh, establishment here in uh, Lawrence, Kansas, they... um, You know, we were sitting at a table. They did not like that we had gone from one table to another without putting our masks on. So, you know, when you're sitting, again, the incredulity of the whole thing is just crazy. You're sitting at one table, you don't have your mask on, and we just wanted to move literally like 10 feet. And the fact that we did that without putting our mask back on and then sitting back down, you know, they were... They were very upset about that. and uh, But again, we tried to talk to them about the exemptions that we have. They well, didn't... and
2: let's just talk about also the exemptions of your county because you can go to your county's um, website where they have the coronavirus guidelines. And for example, in Douglas County where we are, um, the order allows for exemptions from wearing a mask among people who are deaf or hard of hearing. So if you have issues hearing... Um, children younger than five years old, persons with a medical condition, mental health condition, or disability that prevent wearing a face covering. So at each county should have um, exemptions listed at their health order or their mandate. And then there are some of the laws that you guys can get familiar with Um in the state of Kansas, Kansas, you cannot discriminate against or harass any individual, even if you wear a mask, and even if you want the shopper, the the owner of the store. That's what we're writing to them, to wear a mask. And even if you think it's a good idea for shoppers to wear a mask, the law states that you cannot refuse to serve a shopper without a mask. This law is in Article 10 of the Kansas Acts Against Discrimination. And this is just searchable. You can search. I wouldn't recommend you search that on Google, but you can do DuckDuckGo. Go. Uh, Yandex is another one. I think that was even another oh, there's several. search yeah. engine that you can try. Uh, and, and that's on Section 441001. Uh, that information is there. Um for douglas county there is the exemptions um uh there's also something let me see here mm-hmm. laws are from oh so there's also u.s title two and title three of the civil rights act of 1964 that protects people from discrimination and people can actually get a fine for this violations um you know uh managers of stores or they can be personal i mean not that I'm, we are advocating for people to go sue everybody they see yeah. you know but just know that you have those rights um for discrimination let me see if there's oh this one is interesting uh, so f- by a business requiring mask, they're guilty of practicing medicine without a license. And you know why that is? It is illegal. This is illegal in all states. If you tell someone they have to wear a mask, which is defined by the FDA as a class two medical device, that is a violation of state law. Well, in Kansas is uh, Kansas statute, chapter 65, article 28. Um so that's interesting to know. I didn't know that, and I just learned that. Um, and oh, and by not pre- letting people, you know, walk into a store without a mask, um, you were guilty of false imprisonment. I didn't know that, but the Kansas statute under Section twenty one fifty four eleven criminal restraint a class a misdemeanor restraining another without the authority to hold them and with the intention of interfering with their liberty and people can get fined for that and also the disabilities act that i was talking about uh where is that um Every business is supposed to follow the law. They can just you know, we have gotten this from some businesses that say, "Well, we're private business. We can, we can do, do whatever, whatever we, want. we want." We can
0: make whatever policy we no, want. No,
2: no business is above the law. Yeah. So you can definitely. And, and the same goes for, you know, vaccines. You know, there are businesses you know, some businesses trying to say, okay, you can't get in here, or or school districts, for example, or places of employment, saying you can't work here well, if you don't have your vaccine. And
0: and I think that this is because uh, I mean, a lot of people listening may be going, man, you're really you're really hardcore on this mask thing. And and I think we've said from the beginning, the mask is the first step, the vaccine is the second. The vac the the mask is paving the road for the the vaccine so the same people that are beating you over the head in these shops around the mask are going to beat you over the head around the vaccine so um you know both of these things are i think Terrible to be required to do, but, um, obviously the vaccine m- much more worse than the mask, but it's one of those things where it's a slippery slope. Okay. So, so, you know, the mask certainly impacts people adversely. We want to stop this encroachment there so mm-hmm. that we don't even have to even, start to go there with Mm -hmm. the vaccine you know so we got to stop this bs around this i don't do it for me i do it for you okay give me a break Mm
1: -hmm. give me
0: a break think about yourself think about your own health before you start telling other people what they need to do about their health and all of that okay deal with your own stuff and and that because because guess what there are people that don't vaccinate that are very very conscious of their health okay Mm -hmm. you know we, we like to say that we are in that group, okay? We're very, very conscious of our health. In fact, I think that if we had a discussion, you might be quite amazed. So, so you know, to be to be told by some people, you know, look, look, you're going to take this shot or you're going to wear this mask, you know? It's like, well, mm-hmm. no, that's not true. And
2: if you don't, you should get a text or you, yeah, whatever else they, they say. You shouldn't be able to participate in society. So just understanding those are just the very beginning stages to a, um, dictatorship.
0: Yeah. A scientific dictatorship, mm-hmm. you know, or I should say yeah. an unscientific dictatorship. Yeah, yeah. Because
2: we can't, we're in lockdown. We can leave our houses. We have to wear things that restrict our breathing. Then the vaccine passports we talked about last, um, last episode. And, Again, we don't say that to scare people or to be negative about the situation. We actually say it to empower empower you because there are things that everybody would benefit to knowing more about their, their rights, uh, the constitution of this country, you know, the constitution of your state, the laws of your state, to be able to, to advocate for yourself and for your family. And know the science, it's important to know the science, actually the actual science behind all this and think critically about it. Um, You know, think about all the inconsistencies that are happening. Okay, vaccine with donuts, um, mask standing up, not sitting down. um, You know, there's so many inconsistencies here. So let's really start paying attention and and thinking through this because this is not just going to impact our generation it's going to impact our children our grandchildren and humanity as a whole so we got to start thinking uh long term
0: yeah no i agree so you just kind of to reiterate what we walked through you know we said uh you know, can people admit to themselves that there's a problem? Mm-hmm. You know, that there is a problem here. This mm-hmm. is not right. What's mm-hmm. going on? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, once you've done that, then, you know, looking for others, you know, that, that are trying to come together to preserve the freedoms that, that we've had, that we've built this country on. Um, you know whether that's a rally or a protest or whatever you know not being afraid to show up there even if you're you're you you think that you know you might not align with those people come on, on everything it's okay you don't have to you, you you probably don't align with anyone in your life on mm-hmm. everything, okay? Yeah. So, so just That's get out there. That's why you
2: are you're in, an individual. That's right.
0: And then, you know, taking a hard look at non-compliance, right, and, and what that could mean for you and your family as far as uh, getting out and about and, and saying for yourself, hey, we're not going to wear masks. You know, we're going to uh, do everything we can to avoid those um, uh, wherever possible and uh, making a point of that also uh you know pushing for legislation around banning vaccine passports so uh you know understanding what the laws that are either being worked on right now for to get passed or uh what you need to potentially stop because it's uh, coming down the pipe Uh, just be well aware of that in your state um understanding state of emergency for your state. You know, what uh, powers does your governor have? And then, you know, uh, writing... Are they
2: abusing that power? Like uh, Governor of California has been recalled. He's still in power, but I mean, people really started taking a hard look at what he was doing. And now they have way above the signatures they needed to recall him.
0: Yeah. And then... uh, you know, also speaking to your your inner circle of influence. You know, uh, just making sure that they know where you stand and saying, "Look, you know, I understand you might not be where I'm at, but I mean, if you'd like informa- information, uh, just to understand more about my position, then you know, I would love to find out more about yours and we can compare notes. You know, just trying to get the word out there so that they they know where you're at. You know, write your story because if you don't, then other people are writing it for you. So yeah. don't don't allow them to do that. And then, uh, lastly, is you know, if you if you have specific uh, skill sets, you know, that you can bring to the table, you know, uh, to uh, help get the message out there, um, you know, whatever that may be, then uh, your graphic arts, whatever, then then put that to good use and and uh, find out who could use those uh, services to further the message or uh, try to come up with a way to use those skills to display the message you want yourself, whatever that is. So, I mean, those are kind of the things that we thought of that you can do right now. And we're going to continue to update with uh, more things as they become evident. And uh, again, we enjoy uh, and, and we appreciate everyone that's listening. And if you'd like to follow us on Telegram at the Collective Resistance podcast and look for us there, we're also on Instagram at the Collective Resistance We thank you. This has been the Collective Resistance Podcast with Leo and Fabi. Fabi, what do you want to say?
2: (laughs) Stay healthy, guys. Stay safe and stay curious.